Hello, everybody. Recording live from somewhere. Chop a line now. Chopping lines. We are back. Episode 61. Out west at the quest. Beautiful evening in Salisbury, Maryland. I got Doc Ward across the way. Oh, yeah. Pleasure to see you. No doubt. Last time we saw each other, it was Sunday, bloody Sunday, and the real uh, the real news came from Monday. Real injuries were inflicted Monday night. Aaron Rodgers, fourth play of his tenure with the New York Football Jets. You could see his Achilles pop on the replay. Yeah, it and was... that's wild, especially for a guy who's known for his prodigious calf muscles. Usually that's supposed to, yeah, that's supposed to, you know, you know, buttress you against the Achilles thing. But sometimes it can't happen. Uh, There's nothing you can do, especially on an artificial or composite turf. There's been a lot of talk of that from the NFLPA for years, actually, and especially in the last two days. Uh, We can touch on that now or later. But um, yeah, wild times. You hate to see it. I mean, he only was in there for four plays. Yep. Sacked by Leonard Floyd. And only, like, he only attempted a pass once. Maybe there was no completions. That It's terrible. And I'm, you know me, I am not particularly an Aaron Rodgers fan. And I'm a Ravens fan. I'm not a Jets fan. But for sure. it was as a fan of sports and, like, athletic endeavors and competition it kind of sucks. I mean, we spent so much time building up into Aaron Rodgers with the Jets. It was exciting just to see what would happen. What, are they going to fall on their face? Or are they going to go for a deep run in the playoffs or go to the Super Bowl? You never know. That's why you want to see it play out without the injuries. And everyone got robbed. Jets fans, Aaron Rodgers, casual casuals. We'll just call them casuals. Yeah, it was... Like you said, fourth play, all the hype. They were on hard knocks. Yeah. Dude was going to be Mr. New York. Yep. So he was just a freak accident injury. It's, yeah, it's just a shame. Told Garrett Wilson on the way out, quote, sorry, kid. Yeah. Hate to, hate to see it. Josh Allen looked terrible on the other side of things. Really just stumped by this Jets defense. Yeah, and I mean, we can get into Josh Allen and, and the Bills. I mean, are, depending on how this season goes, what we've seen of the Bills as of late hasn't been great. It's been a bit of a letdown. I mean, people keep wanting to put them in the breath of the Chiefs because they had that one great duel and Josh Allen has a big arm. But here's a Josh Allen stat for you. Since he entered the league, He's been responsible for 84 turnovers. That's the most of anyone since he's entered the league. Four of which, he was just at 80 before Sun, before Monday, pardon me. So terrible. He, he tacked on four that game. But I think, you know, it's not like real questions need to be asked in Baltimore. I mean, in, in Buffalo, uh, that was Freudian slip. But yeah, um, We'll get there. In Buffalo... I'd be worried. I wouldn't be all. It's not all hunky dory up there. It's like we've we've heard the rumblings and seen the rumblings of Stefan Diggs not being happy up there. Had a great game though. Yeah, he had he a had great, great game, game, sure. But, but maybe his frustration is his fucking quarterback doesn't always have great games. You know what I mean? And a lot of the times can 
just as much as he can be responsible for throwing for 500 yards and five touchdowns, something that he seems to do a lot. Or so, you know what I mean? He's, he's one of those quarterbacks. But he'll also turn over the ball four times in one game. And, and they haven't been to a Super Bowl. Their Super Bowl was that AFC Championship game against the Chiefs. That they lost. Right. That. Or was that a divisional? I believe it was divisional. Okay. Yeah. Well, so shit. Even yeah, exactly. Like, fucking, let's hold up here. Yeah, I'm... Let's not put the cart before the horse. I'm kind of slowly... Gotta peas. Slowly getting out. It just seems a yeah, little... Put the toothpaste back in the tube. Hey, with enough effort. <laughs> but I, it just seems a little stale at this point. Mm-hmm. It's not really... It's Stephon Diggs and nobody else with Allen. It's right. just a lot of hero ball. Are we sure about the coach up there? I, I think li- more people have asked questions about him as of late as well. What what what's going on in Buffalo? Yeah, Sean McDermott. He came on really strong. Sean Dillon r- really liked him um, myself, but like I said, I, he's just kind of part of the stale problem. It's not. Yeah, it's, the, it's blah. It's the same thing it's every a malaise. year. It's, They're in a malaise. Yeah, the same thing every year. They haven't really gotten but like maybe this is just their peak i mean which is very very good sure yeah like could get hot haven't right, right but we'll circle back to thursday night you talked about the chiefs we'll talk about your lions that yeah, was a fun Dax game. lions that was a fun game um you know you had kelsey out because he was uh with Taylor Swift sitting in the tree, K-I-S-S-I-N-G. Have you heard that news dropped today or recently? Apparently we have a, a budding romance between one Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. T.T. as okay. they like to be called. A lot of money between um, the two. Yeah, well, <laughs> if Taylor <laughs> Swift's involved, there's a, there's a lot of money involved between me and her. Uh, no, but yeah, that was a good game. Mike Tirico, and he walked it back as soon as he started saying it was, you know, whatever, but was talking about an asterisk being placed next to that win uh, because of the lack of Kelsey and Chris Jones. Kiss my ass. Right. Kiss my yeah, ass. exactly. You are, you are who you got. You are who they say you are. Lamar Jackson never got that asterisk, right. first and foremost. Kadarius Tony was the... And I want to get into the things Lamar has got and other people don't got in a minute. Oh, we'll get there because we'll, they'll be our next one, but... Kadarius Tony had like four or five drops. Yeah, he volleyed the Terrible. one up that was a pick six. He the one uh, like the two minute drill, second and twenty. You could say that he's solely responsible for that loss. If they like put you couldn't. Sometimes you can't always pin it on a guy. Yeah. Sometimes you can. Yeah, you it know? was him. If you put me, well, you out pin it on there, you five times. So one of them's got to stick. Correct. <laughs> yeah, you could put me out there. I'm just not going to get that open. If nothing, like right. he's just not going to yeah, look at me, yeah, and I'm not going to yeah. have the opportunity to drop. Perfect balls. The one in the fourth quarter was a little behind him. But My perfect balls dropped. <laughs> yeah, they. Uh, I was surprised how bad they looked without Kelsey. Eight. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, he's going to be back. He's, I mean, he's week to week at this point, right? Yeah, I th- um, he'll be back sooner than later. And they can play themselves into shape. It's like a great NBA player where they'd be like, I don't know, fucking so-and-so came in like 15 pounds overweight. So he, yeah, he'll play himself into shape. Like Shaq would play himself into shape Quick, over the course I mean, of a season. Yeah, and they they'll be better. Well, I mean, he got through training camp. It was a weird, weird late injury. Right. Well, and it's like the Patriots always played themselves into shape. They treated September as the preseason. Which is that what some of these teams are doing? Because I gotta say, the Giants were just atrocious. The Bengals looked like shit. 
The Steelers ain't no fucking good. No. It's like, is this all just week one stuff? Week one butterflies? And it's still like, this is actually like preseason for those teams. Or is it like, let's really ask ourselves some tough questions. Like the Bengals, just because they were great the last two years, doesn't mean they have to continue to be. What if the quarterbacks still hurt? What if they're not who they were? What if they aren't who we thought they were? The, the Steelers, people, they're just skating Shoot. by on people's, like, uh, fond Pre-season memories hype. and nostalgia. It's like, Kenny Pickett ain't fucking it, okay? Since he's come in the league, eight touchdowns, 11 interceptions, 6.1 yards per attempt with a 45% completion. He's not really looked good either. Like, you know what I mean? Like, sure, the Steelers, as a team, strung together wins last season. It wasn't him, you know what I mean? So... I think you got to also be looking tough at that. They people, A lot of people were high on the Steelers coming into this season, which was a head-scratcher for me. I wasn't sitting around dogging them. I still think they could not have a losing season. But they've not made the playoffs three out of the last four years or something like that. You know what I mean? It's, like yeah. great, it's great not losing, but it ain't great missing the playoffs. That's a loss. Sorry. That's, that's how we judge it nowadays. It's like, oh, I don't care if you were 8-9 and nine or 9-8 nine and eight or whatever the fuck it is now. But if you don't make the playoffs, that's a losing matter. season. So don't don't try to spin it to me another way. They got absolutely bushwhacked. <laughs> I thought you were going to say <laughs> they got at. I was, I was expecting someone else to come on there. But they did. I mean, oh. from the jump, like from the, the, the 49ers went just straight down the field on them. There was one point where they were out gaining them 199 to 1. Pittsburgh didn't have their first first down until there was a minute 25 on the clock in the second quarter. 199 to 1. So for every 200 yards, the 49ers accounted for 199 of them. And the crazy thing is... That's a wild stat, That sounds wild. The crazy thing is we're going to get to a game in a little bit that was even worse than that one. It could be the worst. It could be one of the worst things of all time. And it's setting setting up the Cowboys to do something very interesting. But we'll circle back to our Ravens. This was a terrible game to watch. Yeah, it was I tough. A lot of it feelings. wasn't super exciting. Um, all the injuries. All the injuries. Uh, JK's career is probably done. Yeah, I mean, it's done. And it's done in Baltimore. And it's done. I mean, let's face it. He's played nine games over the last three seasons. And now you have an Achilles. And you're a running back. And it's like his second Achilles. He's torn the ACL. And you're not the Aaron Rodgers of running backs. <laughs> you no. know what I mean? It's sad. It's terrible because it's I liked awful. him a lot, and he was great for us when healthy. But, yeah, it's just unfortunate. Then you got Linderbaum going down. Hyperextended last, knee, I okay, think. Okay, so is that going to be a week-to-week About a month. thing? Or a month. So he's About. just, yeah. Then you got who? Marcus Williams with the pectoral. I think he's the year. I think he's That's done for the year. year. God yeah. fucking and that, shit. And then who, Ronnie and then, Stanley. Yeah, and now that was a knee too, but weren't they kind of, he was the best of the week. I think he's, yeah, like week to week. Andrew should be back next week. Well, Apparently we could have played. Um, we need Ronnie Stanley. At least. You know, we've had to do without J.K. Dobbins plenty of times before. So that, while it's sad, I'm least worried about that. I saw we activated a lot of D-backs. And, Me and, too. Yeah, Fuck. I mean, I saw that. Stroud happening. looked pretty good. Like, he looked yeah. pretty okay. Well, and our offense was kind of... Hum home up and down. Yeah, yeah. Um, when they had... Uh, the offensive line 
when when Lamar didn't have pressure, he was actually pretty good. Let me see. I, I had a stat there on him, but it was something like without pressure, he was fifteen of fifteen with his passes, Beautiful. and then under duress, it was you know two for seven or something like that. And that was like you know? duress, duress. Will Anderson was duress. paying rent in the backfield. Yeah, so he was 15 of 15 for 156 yards when not pressured and two for seven for 14 yards, one interception and three Shoot. sacks when they got back there. And they and we commented on this because we watched this game together. When they got back there, they, it was, they were already in Instant. the backfield at hike. You know what I mean? It yeah. was kind of like what's going on here. I don't know if it's the O-line. I, is it? plays developing downfield which has always been a bit of a bugaboo for us but i'll tell you as far as plays developing downfield this kid zay bouquet flowers is the truth i mean he's just like hollywood on turbo and like like beefed up turbo forgive me if this is disrespectful to Derek mason or anquan bolden or steve smith I'm ready to call him the best Ravens receiver ever after a game. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I'm all and I in. I appreciate the enthusiasm. I am all in. But I, I understand. He's got to go. I understand we need a little more of a resume, but he he is so sudden. He just stops, and then he's full he's speed sudden. again. That's a good Trent Dilferism. Uh, sudden. I'll, I'll take that career if, <laughs> if I have to. dude qualities. Yeah, that but catch yeah, he made on the left sideline, like in traffic, silver line ca- of, it was yeah. fucking beautiful. That was the silver line of the day. I mean, like we said, it was tough seeing Everyone. important Ravens. Like, it was important Raven after important Raven going down to the tune of four of them. Yeah. And it's like, oh, geez. And they honestly all looked <laughs> like they were seasoned engines. Yes. Like, it was when they stressful. were like getting up or like on the ground, I was like, like where's the fucking cart? Yeah. <laughs> where's the cart? This is not good. But yeah, and so now we're also back to here and I said I wanted to touch on it earlier, but and we talked about how he kind of had a ho-hum game anyway, but Lamar was the best quarterback in the AFC North. Yeah. And he was only the third highest paid. I was telling <laughs> everyone last fucking season don't worry about the contract. He can be the highest paid quarterback for a week, which he was because Justin Herbert got it right after him. Yeah. And now Joe Burrow does. Guess who he played better than both times? I mean, uh, both people. Who Lamar played Sunday. better than, yeah. but for I mean, sure. Burrow and his, up his big contract and let alone his injuries, which there's seemingly no narrative around. He's banged up yet again. He had 31 pass attempts with a 45% completion for 82 yards. It was awful. Really bad. Like, he, he targeted T. Higgins eight times. They didn't have a completion. Yeah, like, I mean, that's, that's not good. And is he still injured or I think are there so. questions? Yeah, I mean, he's yeah. got to be, right? And then you got you Herbert who went down swinging against Tua. So that kind of proves out that draft. And um, when people were like, oh, the, the Dolphins took Tua over Justin Herbert, it's like, well, now you see Seen why. Again, yeah. Guess who wins? Justin Herbert has a problem losing, especially after that playoff performance against the fucking Jags last year. Doc's Jags. When what, again? It was twenty-seven what? nothing. Jesus, man, that's Insane. that's insanity. Like, I don't care who you are. It's like you got to throw me another touchdown, son. That's like that's what you go and tell your star quarterback. You got to throw me another touchdown, kid. That's Chargers football. It's contagious yeah, out there. Yeah, from Philip Rivers to Dan Fouts. You know, 5,000 years of beautiful tradition. We'll hit that game while we're at it. Let's hit Ta- it. 
Tyree Kill. I mean, yeah. wow. He's he was a, getting he, like 15 yards wide. Like this, these are professionals. He's that it's, fucking it's, fast. It's every play. Good. Yeah, he's just. And McDaniel's probably scheming a lot of it. I like think, he's very good. I think, he's and I think good. that could be a, a big part of to his success because God knows the coach out in L.A. ain't helping Justin Herbert's cause at all. No, he's got to go. Like he's got to go. Sucks, Another, yeah. like he could be first coach fired this year. Let's mark it down. Episode sixty-one. Brandon Stanley is that his Staley, name? Staley. Staley. Yeah. See, fuck it. I'll learn it. I'll learn it by the time he's fired. I'll have my pick by the end of the episode. I'll I'll think on that one a little bit. Imagine but, they open zero and three or zero and four or two and six. Like he could be gone by the middle of the season. If they start, if they're at, two and six, is he gone by week eight or fuck week nine? Yeah. yeah. Oh, a thousand percent. Because he was already arguably on the hot seat after the playoffs last year. I don't know if what he'd if make, they're two and five. I don't like know. If, how, I was gonna say I don't know if he'd make it two two like, and six depending <laughs> right, on how it goes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's. <laughs> now we're just gonna talk ourselves into the firings. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll yeah, think about can, that as we go. Yeah, that was just a take coming out of nowhere, and now yeah, we got like take. Now we got a take cycle going. There know? we go. Love well, a take cycle. NFC South here. This is a shit cycle. <laughs> the uh, Bryce Young debut. He had two interceptions. Jesse Bates took them both. Nice free agent pickup for yeah, the Jesse uh, the, Bates. or the <clears throat> for the Falcons rather. Desmond Ritter at one point in this game, four for four, zero yards and a touchdown. And his longest completion was 11 yards. So I guess his other three went for negative 11 yards. They were probably, yeah. I, I can see those plays in my head right now. Like throw it like I six yards. I haven't seen highlights. Uh, they all, uh, let me tell you, there aren't many. <laughs> right. B, it, they're light, low lights. Bijan had best, a, they're lights. Bijan did have a sick touchdown, which we expect. Homes by Bijan. Bijan Mustard. But Tyler Algier, coming out of nowhere, stole two tutties on the day, played really well at running back. Seems like they might have a little two-headed beast Alouette. down in the ATL. Alouette. Your former Jags. To our friends in France. Your former Jags. They were trailing yeah. the... Colts by four. That was a good game. It was a great that's, game. They're, they're gonna, I think that's going to be a good rivalry for a while because Trevor Lawrence is the truth. He just is. I believe that. And Anthony Richardson, I think, will be too. He looked very good. <laughs> they're going to have a fun AFC South thing going on for a couple of years now. They're going to be what people wanted, like, Mahomes and Herbert to be or something. You know what I mean? Like, oh, two yep. young guys that'll shoot out forever. But I don't know if we're going to get that. We got to get Brandon Stanley out of there first. Actually, I'd even say a better comparison would be Lamar and Joe Burrow. You sure. got the mobile quarterback and yeah. the, the pocket well, yeah, passer. Well, yeah, that's a good passer. one, too. One-two punch. Um, yeah. But Richardson looked awesome, particularly from the pocket. The accuracy concerns. Yeah. I mean, he had a few bad plays, but... Overall, looked really soft out. Michael Pittman Jr. on the reg. Nice. Looked really, I mean, he just was great. He impressed the, me. The Jags pull it out. Calvin Ridley yeah. was uh, incredible. And Christian Kirk, who was their guy last year, mm-hmm. he Christian only had Kirk, w- yeah. one catch. Christian like, Kirk Cameron. Christian Kirk to the <laughs> Christian Curb. Right. He's, uh, he's a great receiver, but he's just totally phased out right now. Calvin Ridley is the real deal one of the big parlay killers for me going up to minnesota 
Kirk Cousins. He's North so to Minnesota. So reliable at one p.m. He three turnovers. Yeah, it was awful. I think the bloom may be off the rose on him too. He had his moment, but I think we're gonna just then witness a precipitous drop off by one Kirk Cousins. I think he's made like almost three hundred million dollars in guaranteed money. Yeah, he's I mean he was the first so quarterback to get the guaranteed contract. Yeah, wasn't he? Like, like three years ago or something. Yeah, or like for like eighty four mil or something. There or something. Yeah. It's a good um, amount. So yeah, and good for him. And he's seemingly a likable guy, but he's <laughs> just not that great. He's a game manager type person, like just like a nice. He he's got some capabilities, but he's pretty much like, I don't know. Would you call him like a poor man's Kurt Warner, or just like Kurt Warner? He's like the best Kurt Warner type. He's like the best game manager ever. Yeah, but he he's. He's like the statistically best game manager ever, but he will lose you games. Like sure, he, he yeah. does not yeah. elevate teams in big moments. It's he's, and his I don't most know if he ever has. Thing to this day is still the you like that. Yeah, you like that. Okay, so that might have been the one time I, that was against the Bucks. So we'll give him that and one. And for Washington and Minnesota, just you know, I mean, great fan bases, but just yeah, just like random spots, right? You know. He's <laughs> randomly Raljan to the Mall of America. Yeah, making his way around, collecting some big checks. Making his way around town. Was surprised how decent Baker Mayfield looked as well. Yeah, it looked competent. Uh, we'll see how. Uh, and I believe in him. I think he has the uh, potential to be exciting. I was a big believer in him coming out. I could, I could see this actually like working out for him, and and he having like a fun season. I, th- I think fun's a good and word. Fantasy owners are going to be fucking sucking his dick all year long. Like that's where that's where his bread's going to get buttered this season. It might not even be in like a shit ton of wins, and like, uh, but he's going to be like very popular in leagues. Yes, he is. I it's, if he's throwing to Mike Evans, him and I are tight. <laughs> Titans, <laughs> oh Titans and Saints. This game had one touchdown and I think eight field goals, if my quick mental math is right. Tannehill's a bum. He like, sucks. Like, Done. You gotta go. Done. Right? And there's been rumors because they'll uh, trade him to the Jets. That's what they're saying. And it's oh like, really? I'm just, I just no, came up with that. Really? No, no I've been oh, seeing. Shit. I, so <laughs> I kind of I'm here for that though. Like let's let's get her done. Let's so I play that out. Going through the social medias on Monday and Tuesday morning. After the Rodgers thing, apparently, like, they're like, we, their fallback plan, quote unquote, was Tannehill if they didn't get Rodgers. And, uh, I mean, shoot, first off, what a shitty fallback plan. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think, and yeah, and I think this is just Evan's strategy. This is Doc's strategy. You don't go with your backup plan from a year ago. Correct. Get a yeah. new backup plan now. This is <laughs> this is a different time. This and, is September 2023, not March 2023. Yeah, when you're ro- <laughs> when you're rolling here. with but Zach yeah, Wilson like, alone. Come on. Yeah, like this is a new season. Tannehill ain't it, Chief. Like we know that. So find someone else out. I would just roll with Zach Wilson. You already picked him number two overall, right? Fuck it. Run the fucking wheels off of him. Rogers breaks down. Like, Rogers spoke pretty highly of him too. It's like why not? Yeah. And, you know, I think a lot of the biggest uh, criticisms or complaints of Zach Wilson as, like, a dude trying to be a quarterback was his maturity level and shit. Yeah, he should be humbled. Well, yeah, you should have been humbled by one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time coming in and taking your job. Quickly. So sit back and learn. And 
talk about humbling. It's like that dude then goes down four snaps into the season. If this isn't a fucking wake up call and you didn't learn anything this summer, then you're not going to. And then we'll just throw you to the fucking meat grinder. Yeah. We're not going to make any moves. We're not going to give anyone up. We just got fucked. We're not going to get fucked again. You know, it's like you're getting fucked. If anyone's they, getting fucked, it's you. They could make. I bet they could get Tannehill for a seventh rounder. But again, why would you want to? I mean, that's what do they what do they want to do? Exactly. They're not going to win a Super Bowl. The Super Bowl's Shit. done. They're, They're not probably. winning a Super Bowl. No, not at all. They'll be lucky to make the playoffs. But and you just got to hope Aaron Rodgers wants to commit to rehab and come back and play. He said the he next is two years. Yeah, he well, said he's, or at least next year. year. Yeah, yeah at right. least next well, year. Sure. I got it. We didn't. He talk. owes it to everyone. Himself, I think he. We love to throw the per, when they owe it to people who go yourself. <laughs> that's always uh, how. You but do I it. think that's who he wanted to do it for the most because he's like he kind of right. riled up that train. He's like, "Well, I went to New York and I was out in four places. Like, I'm not going to bail. Right? Like, how does that make yeah, you? Yeah, and that's no, that's not a good look. And you kind of want to prove it to to Green Bay to Green too. Bay. Like, he's definitely yeah. a spiteful motherfucker. Well, speaking of which. You may know more about the brass tax of it all, but didn't he have to play like seventy percent of his snaps for them yes, to get sixty-five percent guaranteed, yep. like first round, it's a second or rounder or now? Second rounder, yeah. yeah. Oh, now it was going to be a, a first, rounder, but now yeah. it's a second. So yep. fuck them. And did you see the footage of the bar? I in heard Wisconsin about it. That they were going to be having free bar tabs if the Jets lost. So. As soon as Rogers goes down, everyone starts drinking their face off, running up as big as a tab as they can, and then they fucking lose. They Jets win, pardon. The walk off. And they all get punt. stuck with like, oh shit! Now I guess I have to pay a two hundred dollar bar tab now. When it would have just been like forty bucks, I would have had like a couple beers and yeah, and I gotta and get got an Uber and left be... or whatever. Yeah, like, terrible. Yeah, yeah, you. Those are stories we like. But to now see it's like, I need shots. Oh, get them shots. Like, fuck the Jets, right? Like, yep. let's go. They're going to lose 30 to nothing. Not quite. And that's perfect. Cardinals, Commanders. This was a closer game than expected. Sure. Josh Dobbs looked decent Meaning in the first half. like the Commanders, like the Cardinals are, are, are supposed to be one of the worst teams yeah. in the league, if not the, right? Isn't that what... They, I they think were the they're team the... we were talking about tanking a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I think they are the. But their and defense the played. Barely pulled it out. Barely. Sammy Howell not looking great. The defense for the Cardinals looks pretty good. That's what Cannon's known for, but low expectations. Packers, Bears. Jordan Love did look great. Yeah, that love was Jordan Love. That's great. Really a nice replacement right there for Rodgers, especially given everything else. I saw something where it's like Rodgers willed the Bears and his estate to Jordan Love. It's like you can continue ownership over the Bears. And some. <laughs> 138 to 20, I believe. Justin Fields looked horrible. And I'm afraid horrible. I'm afraid that what we saw with Justin Fields last year could have been the anomaly or the aberration. And it was it, barely an aberration. Be trending more towards what is what he actually is, which would be very Bearsian. It would be that's the part that's so dooming for him because they're like I, the Jets of the NFC, pretty much. And I like him. He seems like a hard worker. Seems like a really likable kid. It's not in a good spot. DJ Moore only had two catches for twenty-five yards. Welcome to the Bears. Not a fun matchup for Cyrus Alexander. Raiders Broncos. Russell Wilson. He's done. Yeah. He sucks. And he should retire. He sucks. He better retire before he plays himself out of the Hall of Fame. Because I think if he retired after last season, 
Or if he retired two seasons, how many seasons has he been in the NFL now? 11? Couldn't 12? tell you offhand. We can find that out. Because but... that would be interesting because I think he's getting to that point. It's like, yeah, you went to a Super Bowl early and won, largely on some Legion of Boom shit. Your team was stacked. But you were good and electric. Like, like he was great. When he, he was really young, was. he was awesome. Yeah. And then you went to a second one that you lost. Technically off of an interception you threw. <laughs> no, <laughs> technically about it. Well, yeah, not that. Well, they shouldn't have thrown it, but whatever. Yeah, he threw an interception to lose that one. And then pretty much since five years, it's been five years now since we've actually like considered him a top-tier quarterback, would you say? Yeah, or yeah, I would agree. He's had some very big moments, but he's all like kind of towards the latter end of his career it's almost been like he's great for a half and then he's really bad for another. like he just doesn't seem to have the i don't know if it's the motivation the so he came in in 2012 yeah yeah i just counted it too if he retired after 10 if he just played it and he would be a hall of famer i think but if he continues to try and want to play football i think he gets away from on his that. way out yeah he and might he sure, like, i don't think he is a hall of famer right now I agree, but there are people but who might. I know. I think a yeah. lot of people. I think he. I think he gets in either way. I think he's getting in because people like him and people like celebrity. Uh, we'll and see. People like. I mean, he did ha- capture imaginations while he played for a while, but there are some guys in that probably shouldn't be. You know, Eli Manning with just one Super Bowl doesn't get in. Yeah, and uh, you know it's. He has I, happened to beat the Patriots twice, twice yeah. in very memorable fashion. And he's a Manning. He got in because he's a Manning. You could make the case. Almost because definitely. he's a Manning and because he beat Tom Brady twice. Like you said, memorable fashion. But either way, we spent too much time on the Russell Wilson and Raiders thing. And, he, uh, I mean, pardon, Broncos. Thing. Yeah, and yeah. The Raiders lost to the Raiders. 17-16. Love Jimmy Jane. Yeah, and that was that's that's how those games are going to look like all year. Denver's, yeah. Denver's ass. Eagles started really strong against the Patriots. Yeah, that was an interesting game. Weather didn't help. No, but, but. it's no excuse, I don't think. I mean, the Eagles should have... Roll them, yeah, and like were handling that, yeah, and were and were. That's a good point. And then I guess the Patriots maybe straighten it up some. Do we love their defense? Is that what's going on there? I, what personally? What the no. fuck happened? Like, what, how did the Eagles not win that game? Like thirty four to seven. A lot less. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, or yeah, anything. Yeah, I don't Whatever, know. Not what, not the way it was. I don't know if there's some growing pains with Shane Steichen gone or what, but it was not, it was not great for most of the game for the Eagles. I do. Well, we'll talk about them on Thursday soon enough. We'll wrap up these games here. Rams at Seahawks. This was my most shocking game of the week. The Seahawks were winning thirteen to seven at the half. They didn't look great in the second quarter. Came out strong. DK Metcalf had a touchdown. Outside. Or during the second half, the Rams outscored them twenty-three to nothing. Until the Seahawks' final drive, they had negative seven yards. They finished with two yards in the second half. Two yards. Geno was yeah. absolutely shut down. I think he had one hundred twelve total. Well, and that's is he back? Guy I mean, what? It's like I don't know. 
sometimes you just have magical moments and great seasons and people aren't prepared for you but maybe it's just like yeah we have fucking tape on geno smith and the seahawks like they're not gonna do what they did last year yeah he's still only this good because the rams ain't no fucking good no but matthew stafford looked a lot more motivated than I thought he was going He's to. He's in touch with his younger teammates. They <laughs> breathed life into his old bag of bones. He was on the reports. I needed to know what Kelly was talking about. Uh, well, yeah, because <laughs> she probably was. She has a. It's just some fucking woman that has a podcast. We're two guys in the podcast. There's shit I just say on here You're sometimes, right. but it's also it's like I don't have a spouse with like a workplace that i'm commenting on publicly That's international like not, platform this is a recipe for not going to be great and it wasn't a disaster it wasn't that even big it oh, really no. wasn't even a big deal she's saying probably made him thir- closer she's saying like 37 year old man doesn't have a lot in common with 23 year old man it's like okay wow <laughs> what what <laughs> insightful information yeah we all know the 15 year age gap's real <laughs> we've addressed the elephant in the room uh, Tutu Atwell and Puka Nakwa, who they each had 119 receiving yards for the Rams. Really big performance. We'll see how they do next week. Cowboys, Giants. Yeah, wow. that was insane. And this is one wow. of those. This is one of those games, though, where it's like it just happened and it was an avalanche. Like, do I think the Giants are good or great? No. I think they're good. Do I think they're that bad? No. You can't be. Do I think the Cowboys are good? Yeah. Do I think they're that good? No. Like, people are talking about, oh, they're going to go and fucking... I mean, they had the potential. What if they shut out both New York teams back-to-back? That'd be some wild shit right there. That's not impossible. But I don't think that's going to happen. That's not impossible. But it would be interesting to see, because... Let's see. Let's see what happens. I mean, the Jets' defense is nice. The Incre- Jets' oh, offense, incredible. outside of the question mark at quarterback, is nice. Like, incredible. The Jets. They're, the they're Jets could loaded. end up being pretty good. The Jets could be as good as the Cowboys are. Let's remind ourselves: this is the fucking Dallas Cowboys yeah. we're talking about. Let's not get all fucking blowing our loads because they beat the Giants forty to zero week one. It's like that's some shit a Cowboys fan would do. Right. Yeah. Like, that's, oh, Super Bowl. that's what the next the rest of the season's gonna look like, you know? No and I shot. don't I don't think that it is. So here's a stat on this game. The class of the NFC is still Niners Eagles in my eyes. Oh without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. And then the Cowboys have to prove it. But yep. I'm sorry, stat for this game. I'll give the Cowboys three. But there has never been a team in the NFL over the course of a season that has lost 40 to nothing or worse, lost or given up seven or more sacks without recording a sack in a game, mm. lost a turnover battle three to nothing or worse, had a blocked field goal, returned for a touchdown, and a pick six for a touchdown. So those five things have never happened to a team in a whole season, and the Giants just did it in week one. Wow. So a little bit of stat picking there, but what do you think? What do you think the average amount of sacks a quarterback sustains in a season? I'm sure we can figure it out. I think it's probably in like the late mid the mid to upper twenties like, for like, the average, like one and a half to two a game. Yeah, give something or take. like that. You'll yeah. you'll have like a like a tough day for a quarterback. It's like five sacks, yeah. like seven sacks for Daniel Jones is obviously that's a bukkake. Well, yeah, and you would think you could at least get one sack. Off of them, but not. But well, well they didn't need to pass. I think it still stands that Russell Wilson's the most sacked quarterback 
in the league or like since he's entered the league, which is just just want to add that in there. Yeah, he it's never like on Russell Wilson night. He never had offensive lines up in Seattle. But, in Seattle. So that was our week one coverage for you. We went a little out of order, but that's okay. Tried to hit all the good things. We're gonna roll right on into week two here. Thursday night football, primetime ball. It's Kirk Cousins again. There's no way that he delivers against Philly in Philly, the home opener at yeah. the link. Yeah, you would think all the chips are against him. It's a primetime game for one o'clock, Kirk. And yeah, in Philly against uh, a Super Bowl appearing team from last year. But as we covered, could have been the weather in New England, could be growing pains. Who knows? It should be interesting. I've personally got, I and I have bet on this already, got the Eagles by double digits. Oh, wow. I okay, think, so I, they bounce back. Nick Sirianni gets in that ass. Yeah, I think they slaughter. And they played the Vikings week two last year, 360 days ago, exactly by the time this day starts, and they beat them 24-7. to Kirk Cousins threw three picks, and they mm. just stomped on them. That was a Monday night game. I think it's going to be very much the same. On Thursday. And then we got a 1 o'clock. Ravens at Bengals. We're in Cincinnati. In the jungle. Rumble in the jungle. This is a very... There's so many directions this game can go. I mean, yeah. If Joe Burrow is still nourishing a bit of an injury, then let fucking Roquan and Patrick Queen and let, let everybody run downhill, right? We let like Nico Collins and Robert Woods, yeah, like our, our stack us last yeah, week, right? Like, yeah, so that's the thing. I like, think you got to go early and often at uh, Joe. I think, I think you take the risk of just blitzkrieg early, try to get him on his to. ass, yeah, you and then almost just, have if to. he burns you early in the game, then you can find a new way. Well, but, and it was going to happen anyway. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. we're dealing with a deficit in the secondary. What's our what's the prognosis on Marlin? Oh, he can't come back for at least the first four weeks okay. on the pub. I don't know um, Pat's that how it's looking, but I just – I'm hope- Hamilton will have to hawk around. He'll have to be all over have the place. To. Yeah. And we need to control the ball. This is trying to step up. I yeah. mean, he had a good – he had a very much rookie-like start to his rookie season, but by the end was a fucking one of our guys. Top safety in football, and according to some. This This is a season or a part of the season where he can really prove himself. If he can be disruptive and make plays, all we need is a good interception or two yeah. or a big hit or something. It's like these games are usually always pretty close, divisional ones. We know what we're getting, so let's go do it. I am concerned for our offensive line as well. They don't have the best D-line in the world, but and they also don't play that well early in the year. So this, I don't know if I'm going to bet on this one Here's at all. Houdini. I'm cheering for the Ravens. I, I don't even know if I have a pick on this game yet. Yeah, I was listening to a podcast earlier and someone that was this is a game they were given to pick and they were like, This is This is very this hard. This is like gambler's poison. Like this is a stay away game yeah. for most betters. Because I, it's like, yeah, look at it. I didn't we like, just we just covered it. I didn't like the Packers Bears last week. That was kind of my gambler's poison game. This is mine this week. Like I don't I don't like this one at all. Probably won't touch it. Watch it as a fan. And that's kinda nice to have too. Packers at Falcons. And some people have loved, will love the Falcons this year. I 
Hey, guilty. The man I'm sitting across from. So guilty. this will be interesting. And two former Brett Favre teams. Correct. I that's true. Yeah. I actually am starting to buy really into Jordan Love. I like the Packers in this game. Good. I like the Packers. Good. Love to hear that. Aaron Jones might not play. So we might see a lot of AJ Dillon. Keep an eye on that. But Desmond Ritter, I'm just not a believer. I think Green Bay's got a good defense. They'll be able to stifle the run game a little bit. Stifle thyself. Give me the pack. Raiders going up to Orchard Park to play the Bills in Buffalo. Much easier secondary for Josh Allen to go against. Sure. Um, But like we've said, he's turnover king. He's reigning turnover king in the NFL. Didn't look good week one. Um, And Jimmy G, all he does is win games. No matter what. And I think he's a good fit for the Raiders. So it'll be interesting. And it's not like it's December and the Raiders have to go. The, this the tundra. team from Las Vegas has to go to fucking Orchard Park in, in the middle of the winter. It's like, uh, it'll probably be 75 degrees, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I Who actually, knows? You're... Hmm. And Jimmy G came from New England. He's well acquainted with that. Well, he's not going to... There's no weather, let me say that. Yeah, right. I forgot. I was about to make a, a point for how he can play in the weather. There will be none. Yeah, I, the more we're talking about it, the Raiders should cover. I think the line's like nine and a half. They're basically saying the oh, Raiders. Should, well, like, I think the Raiders cover that. I I agree. I think they have, they stand a good chance of winning. That might be a tasty dog. That might be a tasty dog. We'll see. Devonte Adams versus Tre'Davious White's going to be good action there. Seattle Seahawks. They're traveling to Motor City, Detroit. <laughs> Detroit Lion City. In theory, this should be a high-scoring matchup. I think they played last year as well. It was like 48-45 or something, like a really crazy game. Also, um, in Detroit. It's funny we're doing this right now. Who would you take, Jared Goff or Geno Smith? If you're starting a franchise tomorrow, you're the GM. Goff. Okay. Better track record. And how about talent? How do the team's talents stack up against each other? Seattle's probably got... A slightly better roster, a slightly better. But I, I'm pretty in on your, I like on your lions. lions. I'm pretty I, in on your I'm lions. Doc's lions. Let's I, go. Like Hutchinson, like CJ Gardner. Yeah, I think I think on paper this could be a really high scoring game. I need to see it from Geno though first because what he did against the Rams last week was f- atrocious. Mm-hmm. Like I gotta see a little more first. And then we have Chargers Titans, which to me just reads as a forgettable game. Might be some cool jerseys. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's about it. Yeah, I think the char the Chargers give up a lot of rushing yards, but I think they should. The Titans give up a lot of passing yards. They should kill them. Yeah. They should torch them through the air. Uh, going back to that Lions Seahawks game, I think the Lions win as well at home in the dome. Mm-hmm. Bears going down to Tampa Bay to face the Bucks. This time last week, I would have been eating the Bears up in this game. I don't know. Bucks defense yeah. looked good. I take it back. This is the forgettable game. <laughs> yeah. It's not the Chargers Titans. It's Bears Bucks. Yeah, I'd rather see uh, Justin Herbert than either of these guys. I mm, I think a, the Bucks are going to continue. I think Baker's going to light them up. Yeah, I like the over in I this game. I think it's game. a light up situation. Yeah, I think both teams are going to put up some points. And I think the Bucks will outpace them. Mike Evans and Chris Godwin are still really fucking good. I'll agree with you on the Bucks, and I love the over. Hammer that. Chiefs going to Duval. 
Love this Chiefs Jags matchup. It's going to be a great match of last year's divisional round. Divisional round. And the Jags made that game look better on paper because they kind of came back a little yeah, late. Yeah. They weren't that competitive throughout. Uh, I no word on Kelsey yet. Obviously, him playing would be good, but they are getting Chris Jones back. He's going to be on. He's at some Eras tour stop now. <laughs> Wouldn't doubt it. It's going to be. This is going to be a good game. I actually. If Kelsey doesn't play, I like the under in this game. I don't think there's going to be as many points as people are going to hype it up to be. Mm-hmm. Man. Chiefs are actually favorites, too, on the road. I kind of like the Jags. I kind of like the Jags. Maybe just a little more. They're at home. Sure. That might be my pick there. Who are you? And let's say, I mean, they did reach an agreement with Chris Jones. That's huge. Yeah, so he is playing. So, yeah, that is huge. But, yeah, I mean, the Chiefs. I guess outside of the Tony drops, they could. That's the thing. They could have looked great. Yeah. In that opening game, but they kind of fell, opened a little flat. Still won, but no, no lost. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Shook probably. Wow. Should have won. Shook. Yeah. Lost to the Lions. That's right. Yeah, my Lions. <laughs> so that's probably. Might be the game of the week right there. What the Chiefs opening knowing too? That's the team you'd That'd be, be least wild. worried about. It would be wild, but if the Bills open knowing too, you could almost write their story this year. Yeah, you know red. What I mean? Sound the alarms. If the Chiefs go on to, that might be the time to bet on them to win the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Get those odds at their lowest. Colts Texans. I keep hitting you with games that suck. I know. <laughs> wow, week two. I think I'm excited to see Anthony Richardson. He is fully cleared. This is a good Texans defense. I showed it last week, too. Stroud should have some opportunities against the Colts, D. I think this one's really up in the air. The AFC South could be really fun this year. I think it will be. Yeah. Outside of having to – if they get Tannehill out of there. I think, I think it will go a long way. Um, man, I want to say the Texans, but something's telling me the Colts get it done yeah. on the road. I like that. 49ers at the Rams. McVeigh and Shanahan, they dust off their little friendly rivalry. Can Matt Stafford do what he did again? That's a that's a big yeah, part of and, it. And I think he can. I think he can. He's elevated bad teams in Detroit for a long time. Yeah. So I don't think it's above him by any means. Can their defense do it again, though? Because they were outstanding against Seattle, and San Francisco's a lot fucking better. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, those are two different tasks. But you do have Brock Purdy, who has looked great, as good as any person coming into the league has in their first whatever 10 starts. And then coming off the UCL injury. Incredible last um, week. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of like in on the Niners. I I just think they're good. I think they're going to win this. Um I think it could be a better game. I don't know what the line. I don't know what what we're like looking eight at right here, now. But Give or take I think the Rams aren't going to be as bad as 
some may have thought or as they may read on paper. Like I think week one was actually like get used to more games from them like that this year. And then in theory, they only get better when Cooper Cup comes back. Right. So and he's still dealing with like a hand, like a deep hammy that he's been like, like a lying around for. Yeah, it's, that's and that's yeah, strange. and that's a big assumption. He does come back. But yeah, when did that injury? Was that late in the preseason? Okay, I think yeah. like a week or two out of the season. Yeah. So not great time in there either. Giants, Cardinals sticking in the NFC West. This is going to be in Arizona. The Giants cannot play worse. So that's right. at least something they can look forward to as fans. And they couldn't play a worse team. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a huge get right game. If they don't win by 20, it's a big red flag for Daniel Jones. What Brian Dable's save. What if they don't win? Man, you might be looking at Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. I mean, they just paid Jones a lot of money. His leash has to be at least kind of long, but he was so bad last week. Yeah. And the, Obviously, Dallas is a lot better than Arizona. Well, and they lose. Why are we so convinced? Like Brian Dayball had a good year, (laughs) and people just anoint him (laughs) safe (laughs) from every fucking criticism. It's like I don't know. I'd be very curious on with the Giants. (laughs) I'd be very curious how they went about that game if Daniel Jones plays well and they lose. (laughs) I like that would that would probably be a very high scoring game. Um, I don't expect that. Give me the Giants. Maybe by a shot at. Jets Cowboys. Ugh. This game looked so good a week ago. Yeah. This game looked so good a week ago. It was all good just a week ago. Zach Wilson's going to have the worst day. And Dak's not going to be a lot better. Right. Dak's not going to be a yeah, lot better. Yeah. This may be an ugly, this may be an under game. I'm I'm uh, trying to look it up Hammering here. Hammering unders and whatnot. It's at a. Uh, because uh, two good defenses. Two quarterbacks. One who's horrible. Questions. Yeah, one who's horrible. Because quite frankly, didn't a, a large bulk or, or a sliver of the Cowboys' 40 points came from Dak and the offense. Oh, yeah, they were up 19 nothing before the offense scored. Right. So it's like, anyway. okay, that's not telling them. We're not getting a good look at the offense in a game like that. No, and that over-unders at 38, which is so low. Yeah. Wow. Um, so low, probably so worth considering now. Commanders at Broncos, this terrible. If you're watching this, you need to get yeah, like something more to bad do. Games, what the fuck? At least weird ones. Uh, Sam Howell's going to struggle. Russell Wilson probably won't play much better. I actually will take the Commanders to upset on the road. Uh, I I don't know. Um, I don't even know if I'm confident in that pick. That's another game I'm going to probably stay away from betting wise. Disgusting. Dolphins, Patriots. Tyreek Hill's going to go nuts. That old AFC East rivalry. Two is just going to light them up. The Dolphins are just going to light them up. Tyreek could put up 200 again. which, But I, I, you know what? Mack might be able to keep up. Jalen Ramsey's out, so this Dolphins secondary is a little And these are like the games where we always hear about, like, oh, Bill really loved... Tua and Tyreek. We'll have to hear about how he loved them back in like their draft years because he's just we have to like he's Gandalf and shit, you know. I'm like, well, they should have picked them. (laughs) Exactly. But I I like the over in this game. I like the Dolphins, but don't sleep on those pads. And that's a uh, Alabama matchup, right? Yeah. Tua and Mac. Oh yeah, throwing it back. I wonder where the constituency lies on that. Who will? 
Alabama fans be rooting for? Probably the Patriots because there's fucking Dick uh, Riders and like Nick and Bill are best friends. Yeah, half them besties. Are, half them probably can't find Alabama on a map. Right. And a tenth of them actually live there. <laughs> Saints at Panthers. And we, if they live, <laughs> live there, they definitely couldn't find them. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, most most of them. <laughs> Monday night has two primetime games, which in theory is incredible, but we got Saints at Panthers to kick it off. Weird choice. Yeah. I think uh, Bryce Young's going to really struggle against Marshawn Lattimore in the defense. I mean, they only put up 10 against uh, Atlanta last week. I wouldn't be so, If they put up more than 14, I'd be shocked. Yeah. Give me the Saints. Easy. Yeah, I kind of like the Saints Easy. too. I kind of liked them as a dark horse out of that division. I think that they're actually going to be okay. Selena picked them in her uh, future. Nice. So love to hear that. Good company. Oh yeah. Last game of the week: Browns of the Steelers going up to Acrisher, formerly Hines, always Hines. Yeah, in my I, heart. I like that the Browns and the Bengals are getting two divisional games out of the way. The jump, so then we know kind of what we're dealing with as we go into our second one, which comes when I'm not, I don't have our schedule in front of us, but we'll be able to, we'll catch you up when we get there. Yeah, we'll get there. So Pittsburgh or Kenny Pickett particularly can't look worse, right? You would think. Yeah, and I, I just never – I mean, I think a lot of the Kenny Pickett buzz was wishful thinking. Like, oh, Pitt grad goes to the Steelers. He had some exciting moments in college, but really – and I guess some exciting moments in the NFL, but largely I, I ran through him since he came in the league um, earlier. Eight touchdowns, 11 interceptions, six yards per attempt with a 45% completion percentage yeah tells not, me all I not good you know not good not at all so i think the Browns should win that game i think nick chubb's gonna have another good game he balled out against the Bengals. but deshaun watson <clears throat> didn't look good not great <laughs> not great not as bad as he looked last season but well, that was which a is hard to do low bar, well, yeah, <laughs> low that's bar. A, that we call that a sean because that's a low bar uh so you know, I mean, the Steelers have a good good secondary. We'll see how it goes. We're going to roll to our divisional picks here. Producer Joe took first last week. He had the least amount of passing yards. We each were tied for wins, and I had the most spreads. We're going to get a little bit of separation as the year goes. But our random stat of the week, we've got our wheels spinning right now. It is interception. So, oh, whatever division gets the most interceptions, we'll get the most points for the week. And then we'll have our wins and spreads as well. Producer Joe, his first pick, he took the NFC East, mm. which was who I was going to take if they somehow oh, fell to nice. third. Great choice there, Joe. We love to see it. Doc, you got second pick. Who you take? I'm going AFC East. Another another strong choice there. They would have been my number two, so I'm glad I... <laughs> oh, Ted's going to third on the board. Glad here. I picked one. Backup plans. God. This is his Ryan Tannehill pick. Oh, man. Don't, don't do me like that. <laughs> Shout <laughs> out Tom Petty. This is a heartbreaker right here. AFC West. Broncos play the Commanders. That is a winnable game. Um, 
What are the other matchups there? Vegas at Buffalo. Eh, we could see. Chargers playing the Titans. Very winnable there as well. So a couple ones, couple ones in there that we can work with. We'll see how it goes. Moving to Major League Baseball. Really crazy story last week. Corbin Burns, who was very heavily linked as a potential trade candidate to the Orioles before the deadline. Him and two bullpen pitchers took a no-hitter against the Yankees into the 10th inning, mm. and they lost. Mm. Which I, you know, not the best memory in the world, admittedly, but maybe the first time I've ever seen that, especially to a shitty team like the Yankees. And somewhere someone's saying, well, combined no-no through nine full innings counts. We don't do 10th innings. I don't like the combined no-no anyway. In general, I, I agree. that's a bullshit fucking thing to say. It's an accomplishment, but... It's a great for your team. Not Nice. You guys can celebrate yeah. that tonight. Clap Go it up. take each other out for steaks and shit. But yeah, that's not a no-hitter. Like, that uh, one guy throws a no-hitter. Yeah. Where I, I come from. I'm inclined to agree, but I I do respect the, the full effort. Sure. It was cool to see, though. Might never see it again. Matt Olson. Something we've never seen before in Atlanta. He might hit a 50-second home run for the Bravos. He got his... 51st on Monday, the most in franchise history currently. I think they got like 19 games left, so he's going to get it done. Orioles side of things, took two out of three against the Red Sox. They allowed 23 hits in the middle game of that series and somehow won uh, 13-12. Again, shit you'll never see again. Playing the Cardinals tonight, we're split right now, one to one. We got Drew Rom on the ground or on the mound for the Cards tonight. So a former Norfolk Tide, happy for him. A soft throwing lefty, kind of struggle against him. We'll see what he's got. He should know our hitters pretty well. Our farm report: Billy Cook last week, back to back walk off home runs for the Bay Sox. Very cool to see. Samuel Basayo had a huge week as well. He got promoted to Bowie. For his last week of the season, the Shorebirds and the Ironbirds, they're all done. So we appreciate everything they gave to us fun this year. Season, yeah. A lot of fun. Good recordings. We'll be back there before we know it. Orioles and Twins are leading their AL divisions, and the Astros are sitting alone atop the AL right now, but the Rangers have won four straight. They're only a game behind. They're knocking after having a really terrible month of August. And then the Braves, Brew Crew, and Dodgers are still atop their respect, or respective divisions in the National League. Doc, tell me about the U.S. Open. It was great. It was a great fortnight in Flushing Meadows, Queens, New York. Under the lights. They don't have air conditioning at the top of buildings. But it was really great. Uh, We were rooting for an American to win. It had been a while since an American had won a Grand Slam and 20 years since an American man has. And the last was Andy Roddick. He did it 20 years ago this year. 
at the U.S. Open. But we had to settle for one, Coco Golf, 19-year-old Coco Golf, the great American talent. It was she awesome. burst through. Yeah, she went down early in the first set to the big swinging. That's Ranka. And battled back with craftiness and a strategy. And she has all the shots in the bag. She runs down every ball. Great, great get there. But so excited for her. That was awesome. She's going to win more Grand Slams. Um, and then, yeah, Djokovic winning his 24th Grand Slam. He is the GOAT. There is no debate. I'm sorry. I know he's not likable. Yeah. I know he's not likable. Uh, it is what it is, but he's the best tennis player to have ever lived, and he's got more Grand Slams coming too. Yeah, the dude, the dude just really has never fallen off. So love seeing Coco getting on top. You've been hyping her up for a couple months now. Yeah, she was due. Yeah, I mean, I've yeah, I've been on her for a couple of years. She burst on the scene when she was fifteen. She went to the French finals last year. I think uh, either way she's been knocking at the door and this was her big breakthrough and it, and it was great. So way to go. Coco, Coco go off cheering for you here. Miss Coco college football side of things. The big story over the weekend was hook them horns. Texas. Yeah. Taking down Alabama. Yeah, that was a big win. Big win for them. And And Alabama, they're 0-2. Not positive. At least 1-1. Not great and great. But, uh, yeah, good for Texas. And they played them really tight last year and fell off late in the game. Ended up catching the loss. They completed the job this year. Quinn Ewers, which is a great name also, looked really sharp out there. I don't hate seeing it. Really hate Nick Saban. So we yeah. welcome that. The buffs keep rolling, dude. I just this, keep... that's the story of college football. It's and thank awesome. God for Deion Sanders because I admittedly and uh, repeatedly on the show have shared how I'm not so much a college football fan, but I I'm on board for the buffs. Like yeah, it's yeah. interesting. I just like that storyline. Okay. Who knows what their season is going to play out to be, what bowl games they may or may not get to. But that's the type of shit I'm in for. I'm sorry. I don't care that it's like always going to be Alabama and LSU. and Georgia. Yeah, fucking come on. All right, whatever. Give me some new juice. So I won on them again. I've been posting it on the social media. Uh, no, I don't bet on like 20 games and just post the ones <laughs> I, you, I bet on two each week. Right, right. I have lost the other ones, and I, I'm going to keep riding Colorado as hard as I can. Uh, Dion's got them completely rejuvenated. I don't know why they were hyping up this matchup so much. Matt Rule versus Dion. It's like, what? That's why. It's like, what? But it's like, because, so, but it's Dion versus Matt Rule. Clown shit. They were they were disrespected. They came out. They fucking stomped those Cornhuskers. Never looked back. Tune in to the social media. We'll see what what I'm betting on for them this week. But the rest of the college football scene, Georgia looks good. Florida State probably looks the best right now in college football. Yeah. Clemson looks horrible. Dabo, I mean, they struggled. They're like playing Charleston Southern or something. Yeah. Uh, really struggled versus them. And Ohio State was playing Youngstown State in that game late that in the Ohio, first half. That Ohio rivalry. 
Yeah, some some would say. It's like late in the first half. It was like 14 to 7. The Buckeyes. Maybe on the downslope. Maybe on the downslope. But that's all from the sports side of things. I'm sure we missed something here or there. But, you know, what are you going to do? We're going to move on here to our soapboxes. Our soapboxes. I got two. My first one is work-related now that I'm not teaching phys ed anymore. Uh, it's been a very strange adjustment wearing pants to work. <laughs> I uh, yeah. really embraced the short life for a while. So it's going to be... Long live the short life. Yeah, it was it was a great, great run. We'll see if we ever get back to it. But wore jeans. To, I couldn't even tell you the last time I wore jeans. Yeah. I'm sure it was like in January. Yeah, in, I'm sure it was like January. <laughs> Uh, definitely love rocking the shorts. And then my other one here, random story that I heard the other day, and this is confirmed as well. So apparently there was a period of time where Stephen King, esteemed horror mm. author, mm-hmm. was so enamored with Mambo Number no. 5 <laughs> by Lou Vega. Yeah, I love Lou Vega. To the point that his wife threatened divorce as she... <laughs> I guess he would go on a like these. A little bit of Monica. He would just replay. Just it go on bend. Yeah, he just like, just like got, I don't know if it got him in his rhythm. Like, <laughs> is that what gets you writing these fucked up horror it's stories? It's a great track. I mean, I fucking love it. It's great. And that's like when a DJ throws that on when you're out. It's like, oh yeah. A little snap of the fingers, wild. clap the hands. But and now we should task Stephen King with writing a horror story around. That's the prompt. That could Famous be, a lot author to work with. plays songs so much his wife wants to. What now? Go on. Oh, I thought you on. were. I thought you were saying uh, Lou Vega being a murderer. A little well, bit. Well, you of could a, do that. He was just naming all of his all, the all victims. His victims. Yeah. yeah. Wow. The song that never ends. And it's like when like uh, like the Zodiac Killer would be like writing letters like to the newspaper yeah. and the cops like thumbing his nose at them. You'd just be like, oh yeah, this guy was singing about all the people. It's like oh, there was a. Monica Ramirez went missing, 1996. Right around the time of Rita. Boston. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, then you just build it out from there. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. That. So not sure that's worth a divorce. Maybe he was, maybe he had ulterior motives there. But fun story. Yeah, and I'm just going to use my soapbox. Don't really have one. Loved that. Loved jagging in on yours. But... um we got the Ryder Cup coming up, and that's going to be exciting. So just want to warn the people of that. You know, we'll, we'll be in Rome, Italy in one short week. This time next week, we'll be talking about it heavy. We'll have uh, more of an idea of what's going on there. We'll give you a lay of the land. There'll be reports from Rome. Very excited for that. Ooh, random other sports story. Forgot to mention that. Did you hear about the Mexican... Uh, marathon like commission runners people yeah. this is wild then so apparently like there's this giant mexican marathon and uh, you have to uh, obviously run some pre-races to qualify whatever mm-hmm. Eleven thousand people got disqualified wow. for submitting false time saying they were riding on buses some people just mm-hmm. like took shortcuts would like stop and then like crazy and what do you just don't run a marathon yeah well, just don't run a marathon who's like, our uh, 
our girl from the Boston Marathon, Rosie Ruiz, she started it all with the fraudulent. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is back in the 70s or 80s, probably. 11,000 people. And she, like, falls by her time, like, came out with, like, a mile or two left, just, like, out of an alleyway or some shit. Wild. But, yeah, it's easy to cheat those. But when 11,000 people... You need to be one out of 11,000 people cheating, not 11,000 out of 15,000 cheating. Insane. Now what's going to happen? And... What do you do? Because there's only like so good of a time a human can run. Do you just yeah, like, post right. up somewhere and be like, how do you time out? It can only be three hours and six minutes or what? I, I mean, I don't I'm not a marathon runner. I don't know the best times what it's like. You kind of kind of have to <laughs> do your math. Yeah, and you gotta. I, I'm thinking you're it's shooting like you're modestly. Cheat off someone with a test. Yeah. You miss a couple on accident. Exactly. Oh, yeah, you're not shooting top five. Yeah, here. yeah. It's like, oh, I have the answers. Well, I just need to get an 85. Like, I'm not gonna get 100. percent That's called red flags. Yep. You just gotta blend on in. But again, and we're just looking for checkered flags here. Why? In my marathons and my races. But why? But why say you ran? Tape. Why even say you ran it? Who gives a fuck? Right. Like, like you ran like. Go run 26 miles in a month. Like, that's yeah. still very impressive to I me. I ran a marathon this month. Yeah. Just ran a mile every day. More than May. A couple break days in between. More than May. Wild. So, a couple of little uh, fun sports How's stories How's no one there. done that before? And that's a great... I ran a marathon this month. Oh, sure. Somewhere. Yeah. Out of my... 20-some legs. But only two. I'm a bipedal creature. <laughs> that makes two of us. Awesome show there. Wrapping up 61. We're going to have our Phillies report Friday. We're going to come out with our NFL picks on Saturday. Give you a little bit of time to formulate your bets. We'll come out with our fantasy starts, sits, and sleepers on Sunday. Orioles report on Monday. And the week in review on Tuesday. Busy times. Busy times, but we are soaking it in because it's football time. Ladies and gentlemen, Doc, you got anything else for us? No, no, sir. Just tune in this time next week and join us here on Dropping Lines. Hoping for some great football stories. No injuries, please. See you all next week. This is Dropping Lines. Drop a line now.